Hey, this is Dave Fryer. This is a very special podcast. Before we start, I want to thank both sponsors, projectmanagement.com and Leading Agile for supporting this and allowing me to post this post this on both websites. And this is sort of personal in nature. I keep getting the same question over and over again, and I need help because I don't know how to answer it. So I am very grateful to Eric O'Massey and Cody Wanberg from the Scrum Alliance for taking time out of their afternoon to help me with this question. So thank you both very much. No problem. Yeah. We're happy to be here. Thanks for having us. What we're going to talk about today is how to get SEUs in a big rush if you need them <laughs> in the next two weeks. Um, there's a specific reason why you might, and maybe I guess it's a segue into the topic. Could could one of you explain what's happening with the certifications that the Scrum Alliance offers? Sure. So the current CSP or Certified Scrum Professional Certification through the Scrum Alliance has been broken out in a progressive model by role, by either Scrum Master or Product Owner role. So what that means after uh, December 31st, and I'll let Cody explain a little bit more about the nuts and bolts of what that means for uh, future CSPs, but that means that anyone that's going to become a certified Scrum professional will be specialized in either the Scrum Master or the Product Owner role starting at the foundational certification and then taking an intermediate step, which is either advanced CSM or advanced CSPO, and then another step, which is your CSP level. So what we did is we took the traditional three-year to become a CSP model between your foundational certification and your CSP. We narrowed it down to two years because we, we built this progressive model so that Folks going through this journey have a much more customized uh, and mentored way of focusing on their specific skill sets in a role in getting to a scrum professional. And I'll let you describe a little bit about what the process looks like if you want to jump into that next day. Can I ask you a quick question about this first? Sure, of course. Um, you said it was three years, and that's not something, I, I, that's, not, that's sort of a, a new thing that I guess I didn't understand. My understanding was that like, if I went through CSM, if I'd already been doing this stuff for a while, I could immediately apply for CSP. Or is yeah. it because you the need the number model. of hours of work you need to have? Is that why Yeah, yeah. So under the current model, which expires December 31st of this year, of 2017, it always required three years of documentation okay. between the foundational certification and CSP. Now, for some people... They took that or did that experience far before mm -hmm. actually taking the CSM class, for example. Okay. As long as you could document that. We narrowed that window down to two years of documentation. So the progressive model is actually two different parts. It's instructor or educator-led, where the educator is validating the understanding of those learning objectives, the completion of the learning objectives. Mm -hmm. But then the student is validating their experience and they're actually documenting their role-based work experience of at least two years. So if I had the two to three years coming into a CSM class now, would I still be able to get to go into ACSM and then uh, CSP? As long as it's you could so long to get yep. Oh, okay. That's, well, that's awesome. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yep. And that's on the onus of the student. So you have to keep that updated in your dashboard, yeah. in your profile, and on your Scrum Alliance profile, yeah. and keep it active so that um, the system recognizes that you have that experience mm -hmm. documented. Ah, okay. So this is, I'm really glad we're doing this now. All right. So before we talk about getting the SEUs, Cody, can you talk about how things are going to change? 
Yeah, so the current process for becoming a certified Scrum professional is an application-based process where you highlight your work experience as a Scrum master, product owner, or um, someone who's on a development team, a development team member. And then you document how you've grown professionally through your collection of Scrum education units, which have a variety of categories that I would be happy to explain. And the last part of the application is also, or is the personal statement where you describe your journey about how you've personally and professionally grown and what Scrum and Agile mean to you. So we take a look at all those in the current process to evaluate the candidate's capacity to be called a professional um, in the area of Scrum. And then once they're approved, then they receive that designation from us. But then there's no test. There's no test for that. Correct. There is no test. Okay. So it's okay. a it's a qualifications based, experience based, uh, skills based um, look at what have you done in your work history, how have you grown professionally through developing your skills, um, what have you done in the community that's helped you grow in Scrum, but it might also have helped other people learn what Scrum is. Okay. And I'll just jump in. Um, one of our uh, progressive course model development team members, Jason Tanner, has always eloquently described the current model, which is expiring in just two weeks, as a choose-your-own-adventure model. Mm-hmm. It's completely student-directed and student-led. So there's been no touch points with a mentor, an instructor, with really Scrum Alliance at all. You're sort of thrown out into the world on your own after your CSM or CSPO, and then expected to synthesize all this material internally and then spit it back out on an application. Mm -hmm. So the reason why it's being expired is because we've put that mentorship relationship into the program so that someone can really focus on their skills, their interests, and their role-based experience and have that as a guided journey. So that's one of the biggest changes. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So... In my classes for the past several months, what I've been saying to the CSM and the CSPO classes is if you qualify for this, you should apply immediately because it's going to be, you're going to have to go through these multiple steps. If you apply now, you would just get grandfathered into the, the new designation when it switches over. Um, can you talk a little bit about how that works? And then, and then the big question, the reason that I begged you both to the podcast is because people keep asking me, how do I get all the SEUs? Maybe you can talk about that a little bit, too. Sure. I'll leave yeah. the SEU question Perfect. to Cody, um, and he's got a whole list of different ways that you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, under the current process, you have to have your application, all three of those pieces that Cody mentioned, your documentation of your work experience, your essay, and 70 SEUs, which is 70 hours of engagement. You have to have all of that submitted um, following all the instructions by midnight uh, mountain time on December 31st, 2017, which is very, very quickly approaching. Um, And it will be reviewed um, if it arrives before that time. After that time, with the exception of Scrum CSDs, Scrum developers, of whom we have very few in the world developers who don't have another certification, but anyone else will have to go through this progressive course model starting January 1st of next year. Okay. So if you're close, like you think you have maybe 45 SEUs or 
50 SEUs and you think you can get 20 hours of engagement done before the end of the year, I highly encourage you to do it now. But now means yesterday at this point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, okay. the, it is quickly approaching, especially with the holidays coming. Um, we have reviewers that are desperately waiting for the queue. So, um, yeah, I encourage well, I, I got an email yesterday from a, a student who said, I've, I've got off. I've got two weeks off. I'll do whatever. How do I get all these credits? Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So, Cody, some yeah. ideas for SEUs. So, some ideas for SEUs. If you're looking to start your application this week and want to get it submitted by the 31st, but you still need some Scrum Education units, your best route will be to visit our website and find our webinar replays. There's a lot of webinars on there, and specifically, you'll want to look for the ones that are facilitated by a certified Scrum trainer, because those count under Category B and aren't limited by the number that you could apply in your application. And there's 19 videos, 19 webinar replays that are facilitated by CST. So someone can and they're free. They're free. And they're an hour each. They're an hour each. So you could easily earn 19 SCU credits that aren't restricted by any caps. Awesome. And the new Scrum Foundation mm -hmm. yes. uh, video series, e-learning series that we've just released yes. um, is a series of, is it 14? 14, 14, yeah, 14 modules which add up to a little less than an hour, but we'll give it to you. So yeah. you can get one SEU by watching all of those as well. And that's all at scrumalliance.org. Yeah. And you would find those by clicking the banner link on our homepage. Okay. Yeah. So those are the two best ways because those aren't restricted for getting. So you could easily earn 20 SEUs in no time at all. Okay. Um, and the question we get is, does my CSM and or CSTO course count yes. as an SEU? And yes, it does. Each CSM and or CSTO class is worth 16 SEUs, 16 hours of engagement. And that is the one uh, caveat that we allow that can those courses can be more than three years old. Mm -hmm. So even if you okay. took them way back when, you can still count them, even if you've taken two CSM courses, because yeah. some people go back and have a refresher. You can count them both. So the quickest way to start adding up SEUs in Category B is to account for all of the uh, certification training you've taken, including CSD. Mm -hmm. If you have taken CSD, that's worth 40 SEUs, correct? Okay. Yep. If you took track two. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So... Um, I want to ask about other kinds, other ways of doing it, but I have one specific thing that I would like to ask about. So one of the, the suggestions that I've been giving people, and I've been giving it with the caution that I don't know if this is something that you would accept or not, but um, <laughs> the Agile Uprising has done a series of podcast interviews with the folks that wrote the Agile Manifesto. They've got 14 different interviews, and they're really just fascinating, and from a foundational understanding of Agile standpoint, I mean, just it's just a really great resource. If somebody was to go and listen to those, would that be something that they could submit as like a self-learning kind of a thing? Yeah, you definitely can. Each hour of listening would apply for one SEU credit under category E okay. as a form of other independent learning. Okay. Yeah. And 
and what are other ways people could get them before the, I mean, if, if I was just, if I watched the webinars, mm-hmm. you know, if I still have, still need a couple more, like what are other ways people can, can get them? So there's a few other ways you could read books, articles, or blog posts that okay. have to do with Scrum. And again, an hour worth of reading qualifies as one SEU credit that you would count under category E as well. And you'll just want to make sure that you don't go under it go over a total of 15 credits in category E because there is a restriction there. Okay. Could they write a blog post? Would that count as well? They can. Yeah. If they have written one in the past three years, that qualifies. Or if they're up in the middle of the night tomorrow and they decide <laughs> to write one, that counts. <laughs> write 40 hours worth of stuff. And then yep. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. There is a maximum of eight hours per book. So don't be trying to say that you read a book for 60 hours. Yeah, I read really slow. Um, we got the police out there watching. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so that that's another question. I mean, some people will get audited, correct? I and mean, there's a there's a review process. That this yeah. Goes we review every application and we look at every SEU credit to make sure okay. that it's eligible in the category that it was designated when they did the application. Yeah, they're each um, evaluated by hand. Okay. By our right. team here at Scrum Alliance. Yeah. Cool. Um, some other ways that people could look for it, SEU credit is explore their history of work that they might have done in the past three years. If you're a Scrum Master and you were called on to train a new team in basics of Scrum and you prepared a presentation for that, that counts as SEU credit. Okay. Um, yeah, which happens all the time. Our Scrum Masters are called on to do impromptu trainings or to really oh, like help. Like a lunch them. and learn kind of a thing. Yep. And time spent preparing the materials, that counts. But okay. if your company's paying you to present, which they probably would because it's on the job yeah. time, then that does not count. But maybe you took some time out of your own evening to go teach Scrum to a local community group. That counts as volunteer service. Okay. So if you're volunteering Scrum in some sort of way, you could count that as well. Okay. Thank you. So if, if they have questions about this stuff, Where's the best way to, to find answers? I mean, is there a contact email address or anything they can reach out to? Yep. The best place to go is support at scrumalliance.org. Okay. And it'll and put in the subject line that it's a CST application question mm-hmm. so that we can direct it right to our reviewers so that they can answer that directly. Mm-hmm. Or it will probably end up in Cody's inbox. Yeah. <laughs> so you can hear it directly <laughs> from him. Yeah. And I'd be happy to help field questions about how this event might fit in this category or where it applies. Okay. So filter everything through that address, right? Oh, sorry, Dave. I was just going to say the biggest impediment we see to people getting approved quickly, and of course, because we're down to the wire, it will require a quick approval, um, a quick Mm -hmm. review, is not following all the instructions. And we realize that the instructions are incredibly complex and multi-layered, but they are all laid out step-by-step on our website. We have a whole web page at scrumalliance.org dedicated to SEUs and the hows and the whys and the mins and the maxes in each category, okay. uh, what all those letters mean. So I encourage people to really read the fine print because any misstep in the application instructions will result in them, unfortunately, not being accepted. Okay. All right. Well, cool. Thank you very much. So I have one more, well, one final question, which I think is probably the most important question for the folks who are very into a just-in-time approach to submitting. 
um, we know it ends on 1231, but what time on 1231? <laughs> and it what time be, zone? What time zone? It will be midnight in Mountain Time, which is our office headquarters are based in Denver, Colorado. So uh, we will shut it down at midnight on December 31st. So 2018 strikes so, in Denver, it switched off. Ringing Correct. in the new year by turning off the CSC applications. All right. Well, that's a, a great <laughs> way to celebrate. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Thank you very much for doing this. I really appreciate it. I hope you have a great holiday, and I hope you're able to take some time off and join that and not spend all of it reviewing applications. <laughs> <laughs> we will, it and it's always a pleasure to talk to you, Dave. Thanks. Cool. Thanks a lot. All right. Take care. Bye.